All right. This year, Tim Hortons went digital with their Roll Up the Rim contest, so people were not so happy with the move. Our next guest was not one of those people. Michael Wallace is an assistant professor of uh, statistics and biostatistics at the University of Waterloo, and he was able to win 94 out of 96 digital rolls during the contest earlier this year. Michael's on the show right now. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. So... Did you cheat the game in a completely legal way? <laughs> well, I, I feel like cheating is a matter of perspective um, in most cases. Now, I, I did everything, as far as I can tell, within the rules. Um, and I, I'm quick to stress that the way I did it didn't disadvantage anyone else. That, that's, that's my top priority. Okay, so you, this is just, it was your own uh, way that you set out to crack the game that would allow you to win the most amount of roles. It was this a, did you notice a pattern by accident or did you think, huh, I'm going to beat Tim Hortons? <laughs> well, I've, I, I moved to Canada about seven years ago. I don't know if you can detect a slight accent. I'm not, I'm not a Canadian yet. Um, and I've, I've been, I've really enjoyed Roller at the Rim ever since. And partly because as a statistician, I find these contests and games of chance really interesting um, because you get to see how an organization tries to make something that seems random, you know, the random process of winning a role at the rim, but they have to fit that into a very non-random scenario because they have a set number of prizes. You know, there's a certain number of coffees, a certain number of donuts that they want to give away. Um, and so that half of the problem is, is not random. And so it's fun trying to see how they kind of join those two things together. So I, I mostly just, I, I look out for these opportunities. I, I read rules and see what I can find. Okay, so what did you find? So, as you mentioned, the, the big change this year was those digital roles. So in the past, when you had the physical cups and you rolled them up, um, it was all very transparent, very straightforward, and there wasn't really anything uh, clever you could do. But this year, instead of getting a physical cup to roll up, you got those digital roles. And that made a big change because whether or not you won was decided on when you actually played those digital roles. You could go into their loyalty app, and you could choose when to, they, they had a little animated picture of a cup to simulate that, that, that experience. And you could choose when to roll up that, that digital cup. And that decision and when you chose to roll it up, that was what decided whether you won, which is, of course is different to the past where you'd have your cup and it was a winner or a loser. You just didn't know until you rolled it up. It didn't matter when you did so. But this year, they took all those prizes and they randomized them over time. So the contest ran for about six weeks and at, you know, at all sorts of various time points, individual prizes were available for a really short window of time. So that they'd, they'd appear and maybe there'd be a donut that would be possible to be won for half a second and that window would open and close. And you'd win it if you tapped your screen, if you rolled that roll within that window and if you were the first person to tap your screen within that window. And that little mechanic meant that unlike in previous years, players in a sense were competing directly with one another. Because if you mm. played your role when lots of other people were playing their roles, there was a better chance that someone else, someone, some other person, you know, somewhere else in the country, they might happen to play just before you did and kind of sneak in ahead of you and grab the prize you otherwise would have had. So that meant that one key aspect was figuring out when people would be playing and when people were maybe less likely to be playing, such as the middle of the night. Um, and then the other thing was that those prizes, if they appeared and disappeared, if those windows opened and closed without anyone winning them, 
um, they'd roll over, they'd re-randomize re to later and later in the contest. And so another theory I had, another assumption I made was that their sales were probably lower than they expected because of COVID, because of the pandemic. And if their sales were lower than expected, there'd be lots of those prizes appearing and disappearing without anyone playing on the app and winning them, such that by the very final day, there'd be a huge number of these prizes available to be won. So that, that's what I waited for. I waited till that final day, hoping there'd be this big avalanche of prizes. And just to make sure, I even got up in the middle of the night to make sure as few other people were playing at the same time. So you won 98% of the time on your virtual roll-ups. Uh, were most of them on that last day? And what kind of prizes did you win? Yeah, so I, I, I had to resist. I, I, I gathered 96 rolls along the way. Um, and then I had to really resist the temptation to play them because I, I really love these sorts of games. But I was, I was very disciplined. I waited till that final morning. So it's, I, this is like your Candy Crush or your Angry Birds. <laughs> this is your version of it. The it, of the rim. It, it kind of is, but luckily this one comes with tea, which is uh -huh. me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I waited for that final day and I, I set an alarm for, for 4.50 a.m. And when that alarm went off, I was sort of having this moment of what am I doing with my life? This is, this is ridiculous. Um, and I started rolling them. And, and in the end, out of those 96 rolls, the first one was a free coffee. The second one was a free coffee and then a donut. And it kept, it kept going and going. And, by the end of it, I'd won 94 out of 96 times. But as I expected, I didn't win any big prizes. So people always say, oh, you only won coffees and donuts. But that's exactly what I expected. Um, Why? Well, if you look at the rules, there are, I think there were eight and a half million coffees and donuts to be won. And there were 10 cars. And I don't think you need a statistics professor to tell you that eight and a half million is much, much, much bigger than 10. So I was going into this knowing I wasn't going to win those big prizes, but I, I partly wanted to do it to demonstrate how even if you win almost every time, you're probably still not going to win those, those really big prizes. But, you know, that, that's OK. I, I, I do it for the I do it for the tea. People who uh, are not statisticians would say you didn't win any of those big prizes because you didn't believe you were going to win any of those big <laughs> prizes. Um, oh, so right. this was right. this was less about the prizes and more about beating the game. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I look for opportunities like this all the time. I'm, I'm not someone who's a big gambler. I, I, I get very nervous about things like gambling, but I, I, I often make sort of very small bets and try and find ways to just get a slight edge just to, just to try and prove, to prove that it's possible. And also um, when I'm teaching my introductory probability students, examples like this are fantastic because I figure that if I can't motivate my students about the importance of probability, uh, through showing how you can use it to win free donuts. I don't know what I can do. So you've exposed the flaw, the loophole, the crack in the game. What is Tim Horton saying about this? So Tim Horton has been actually really great about it. I, I, I send them a kind of nervous email after it happened. Um, under the guys, I, I wanted to ask them if they could donate my prizes because I, I didn't really need that many coffees and donuts. And you don't like coffee, you like tea. Well, you, you can you can convert the coffees to a tea. That's a that's an okay. important that's the most important hack of all. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I try. I asked if they could donate them, and they weren't able to donate the prizes directly because um, they're kind of locked away. But they did make a pretty sizable donation of coffee and donuts to frontline workers at a hospital here in Montreal that I I was working at, but now I'm you know I'm at home like uh, most other people. So they were really they were really good about that. I, I'm not sure how they feel about me in terms of what I did to their game. I don't know if they're going to change it for next year. 
Um, but I'm sort of waiting to see if they're going to they're going to send me a curious email to ask for some advice. All right. Well, one thing's for certain. You're going to play the game next year. He can't stop playing the game, to quote one of my favorite movies. Uh, Michael Wallace, thank you very much for joining us. All right. Thanks very much. Have a good day.